Four million babies are born in the United States each year. 500,000 are premature or less than 34 weeks old. Of these preemies, 40% of those born between 28 and 32 weeks will never live independent lives. These babies at risk raise medical and ethical dilemmas for American families and communities. In her new book, Baby at Risk, bioethics professor Ruth Levy-Geyer describes the uncertain legacy of medical miracles for babies, families, and society. One of those miracles is Clara, born with a hole in her diaphragm. And she was going to have to have surgery the moment she was born to shove her internal organs down into her abdomen and then they would hope that she would be okay. Clara spent three weeks in the neonatal intensive care unit, or in hospital jargon, the NICU. The NICU is where treatment is provided to gravely ill babies like Clara, or those with genetic anomalies, or those born prematurely with critical medical needs. Clara's story has a happy ending. She's just wonderful today. I mean, she's totally healthy, and her 12th birthday was this week, and she's just a wonderful little girl. But Geyer says the NICU can also be a curse. A baby may be saved only to face a life of prolonged suffering. And I think, especially here in the United States, we don't spend enough time talking about the problem of suffering. What does it mean to ask a baby to suffer? What does it mean to ask the family, the parents and the siblings and the grandparents and anybody else who cares about the baby, to suffer as this baby's suffering. Parents must decide, often in the first hours or days of a baby's life, what makes sense for their child and for themselves, and then accept the consequences. One of the mothers in my book said to me, every time I put a tube down my baby's throat to feed him, I felt that I was torturing him, and eventually I felt that I was complicit in the torture that I and others were doing with the baby. Another father in the book said to me, my baby was salvaged, not saved. Geyer argues that palliative care that lets an extremely sick baby die a natural death is an option that needs to be discussed during pregnancy, but seldom is. She says neither parents nor communities are prepared for what can happen when things go very wrong at birth. Communities are not aware that so many babies are being born at risk, and they're not preparing ahead of time to educate children appropriately. Brian is a case in point. His parents describe him as a chubby baby with a sweet, knowing look who was born with a genetic anomaly. From six months to age two, he suffered 100 brain seizures a day. Geyer says Brian's parents, like many others with severely disabled children, struggled to find essential support services. They had to fight for everything, for equipment, for health care, for all the things, special education that Brian needed. Brian died at age five. His father tells Geyer it was challenging to think about living a whole life with such limited capacity. He says it would have been challenging too for us had he survived, but I wish he had. Geyer says babies like Brian have much to teach us. So I'm hoping that people read my book and see that I'm not talking about what's right, what's wrong, because I don't know what's right or what's wrong. I can't make decisions for other people. I just want us as a society to help young people learn more about what the outcomes are when their babies are born sick so that they can make choices that will be appropriate for these children. Ruth Levy-Geyer is a bioethics professor at Haverford College and author of Baby at Risk, published by Capital Books. I'm Roseanne Skirbel.